Welcome to the Driven Woman Podcast, where we're on a mission to empower women with the mindset, tools, and strategies so that they can lead powerfully and authentically in order to make a massive impact on this world. I'm your host, Sophia Bryan. Hi there, Driven Woman. Happy New Year to you. We are officially in 2020 and I am so excited about the lineup for the Driven Woman podcast. So before I get into this week's episode, I am going to invite you to go over to sophiabryan.com forward slash resources and grab my free strategic planning workbook. Now, this workbook uh, is a 42-page book um, where I dive into seven key areas of our lives as women, and you will get an opportunity to do a thorough assessment. And it's a workbook, so you'll be guided through some activities to do, to do your own strategic planning for 2020 and beyond. I know that you will really enjoy utilizing this tool because I put a lot of thought into preparing it for you. Now, go to sophiabryan.com forward slash resources. Now, let's get into this week's episode. Talk soon. Hey there, Driven Women. I am so happy to present to you another amazing guest on the show. I'm really excited about speaking to this person and sharing our chat because I've known her for quite some time. So let's get into the introduction. So you're about to meet the woman who refuses to approach life with a limited mindset. And a result, and as a result of that, she wears many hats, hats. She has over eight years of experience in business communication, and that led her to officially launch her mindset and business strategy coaching services in 2019. She works with purpose-driven, high-achieving women entrepreneurs, professionals, and executives from all over the world. Her story of transforming her own life from being stuck, broke, and broken to becoming a serial entrepreneur is the inspiration behind the bold mission of the Dream Chasers Network, Jamaica. So yes, she's a fellow Jamaican. As the founder, she has developed online courses, workshops, webinars, and programs geared towards teaching hundreds of women how to lead abundant lives through self-mastery and the art of goal-setting. Her unwavering courage and optimism towards life has inspired many to tap into their own reservoir of talents to create a life worth living. I just love how she puts her words together, you see, guys. <laughs> so make welcome my, my guest today, Miss Latoya Ford. Hi, Latoya. Hi, Sophia. Hi, everybody. <laughs> All right. So before I get into the questions, Latoya, I'm going to share the backstory with how we know each other. Sure. So <laughs> um, this is this is so interesting because we're at the end of a decade. And yes. I think we, we met approximately at the start of the decade. That so um, I when I was, I think, 19, going on 20, I entered what's called in Jamaica the Festival Queen Competition. Mm-hmm. And it's really a competition for women who are high achievers. There's a lot more emphasis placed on your intellectual prowess, your community development and talent 
as opposed to beauty. Of course, we know beauty is important in of everything. Course. Even if they say it is in lies, lies, lies. It's a pageant, right? Exactly. Uh, so I met Latoya. We didn't get a chance to really uh, develop a blossoming friendship to, throughout the process, but we always kept in touch. And we just kept on seeing each other over the years as she started getting into the personal development space. Uh, and the same for me and her her other entrepreneurial pursuits like her beauty business. And so um, it's really amazing that we're going to be having a conversation um, of this nature because now she's specifically uh, doing a lot of work around coaching women, uh, coaching entrepreneurs on personal development and so forth. So that's the backstory. I mean, talk about full circle. (laughs) Talk about nurturing relationships, which I talk about every day. You don't have to be BFFs with someone, but keep in touch. Don't be weird. You know, give a hello, give an acknowledgement yes. whenever you see that they're doing their mm-hmm. work. Planting the seeds. Mm-hmm, you know, so that's <laughs> what life is about. All right, Latoya, I'm going to start off by asking you to share with us a little bit about your upbringing, what childhood was like for you, and how that shaped the woman uh, that you are today. All right. Um, well, as you know, I grew up in Kingston, Jamaica. Um, to a single mother. Um, my father left when I was four years old. Um, you know, we didn't know where he was at one point. Mm, okay. Um, so it was just my mom. You know, my mom was the the sole backbone of the household. She had me to raise. She had my my younger brother as well. I have three brothers, but at the time it was my young my other brother that was there with me. Mm-hmm. And um, you know. I grew up in Kingston for a bit, then I transferred over to um, St. Catherine. So I spent most of my life in St. Catherine. And, you know, just this constant back and forth. I wouldn't say that I had a a pretty rough upbringing, but, you know, the the regular thing, not having a father around, Mm. not being able to, you know, get lots of money to go to school as often as you'd like. So I'll, I'll have money for bus fare to go to school. But, you know, for lunch, that was a big, big issue for me. But, you know, my mom did the best that she could for for us. And, um, you know, I'm here. And because of that, I've learned to be resilient and mm-hmm. to be resourceful because that's how I started networking, actually, because that's when mm-hmm. I started talking up and be like, oh, you know, guys, guess what? I don't have as much as you when I went to my guidance counselor and said, oh, you can help me. Mm-hmm. Let me know how I can, I can get, some, get on this food list for school because mm-hmm. you know they, they have these good feeding programs mm-hmm. and that was my way of saying you know sometimes I didn't even bother sometimes I just go to the library and just read a book mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah. um, but those things really shaped me it taught me to be you know resilient like I said before and it's really shaped who I am to not take things for granted so what I have right now it's something that I'm grateful for every single day mm-hmm. you know what mm-hmm. I mean so I want to say that I had a difficult childhood, but we had some challenges, you know, growing up. And because of those challenges, you know, I I am who I am today. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Thanks for sharing that, Latoya. It's amazing how uh, some some challenges and struggles, rather than breaking us, we Mm -hmm. find a way as women to make... uh, ourselves more resilient Mm -hmm. and to, to find the ray the rainbow in in all <laughs> yes. the greenness that surrounds us so that is true mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so 
I want you to talk about um, your career path. Uh, mm-hmm. What led you to get into communications and uh, how that experience in turn made you decide to become an entrepreneur? Oh, funny story. Um, I left university in 2011 and uh, did my bachelor's in social work mm-hmm. and uh, I couldn't find any jobs. There, mm-hmm. I, I mean, l- let me not lie. There were jobs out there, but I just, I wasn't connecting with any. I was actually working with a, a nonprofit at the time and I just felt like there was just more for me. There's, there wasn't any room to grow. Mm-hmm. And, um, again, networking, I reached out to a friend. I was like, yo, I'm just sick and tired of this. I really need to find something to do um, where I know I'll be able to grow. And um, she recommended, you know, me starting working with the Heart Trust NTA. And that's how I really got into the whole communication business. Um, and specifically t- teaching about business communication. And from there, I just blossomed. Um, mm-hmm. and that's how I really started in, into it. I didn't have any qualification, by the way. Um, she set me up on the interview and she was like, Yo, you know, just go and do your best. Talk about it. You have a passion for it. Um, express yourself. So I went to the, to the interview and <laughs> I have to be honest, it was a male-dominated environment and the person was looking at me all made up and said, you know, <laughs> I fit into this environment. And I'm like, you serious? I, I said, just give me a chance. I just need to just show you that I can do it. And from there, the person took a chance with me. And ever since I've been, you know, since that time I've been growing into it, again, no qualification, but, you know, you have to really put yourself out there. Once you have a passion for it, everything comes to you and, you know, you just run with it. So ever since then, um, I have been doing it for over eight years now. And I decided now that I have acquired enough knowledge to really, um, you know, teach it yeah. to other persons yeah. and, you know, pay it, for, pay it forward to other women who want to learn the whole game of business communication because it is the heart and the core of any business. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Talk about your network <laughs> being your net worth. Yes. <laughs> Perfect example of that. And yeah. You also took a chance on yourself because you could have decided that, well, I'm not specifically qualified for this field. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> does it even make sense for me to um, pursue this? Even, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's the thing, you know, um, a lot of the times we often think that because we're not qualified for something, we don't need to go towards it and we don't need to move towards it. But the reality is that if you have this drive and you can convince people that you have it and that you can mm-hmm. do it, then qualification is, is, is out through the window. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. And you really don't need to limit yourself to qualifications. You yeah. know, that can come later. So yeah. that was my thing. So what was that story or that uh, experience that you had uh, to, for you to have this greater appreciation for personal development and personal growth? Because you do a lot of workshops around vision boarding and goal mm-hmm. setting. So what happened in your life? Because I, I know that's somewhat of a recent development, like over the past two years or so. What mm-hmm. was that story? Or what was that event that led you down that road? Um, I shared this with a group. I had a presentation with um, CSJP yesterday and I was mm-hmm. very candid with my story. Um, back in 2013, I had the shocker of my life. 
um, I was dating this guy for two years mm-hmm. and um, dating this guy for two years, you know, have this blissful relationship. Yeah. And then to find out that this man is married. Oh, okay. <laughs> well then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I found out that he was married and girl, I'm telling you, like it was devastating for me to know that this man who I was planning to marry, you wow. know, I had all the hopes of, you know, um, spending the rest of my life with him. I found out that he's married. And I have to admit that when I found out, I didn't leave him right away. You know, I was like, mm. everybody do it. Why me can't do it too? You know, other women out there doing it. But, you know, um, it shook me to the point because it's, it's not the type of person I am. I want a man for myself. Mm-hmm. You know, like you talk mm-hmm. about mackerel. I don't know if everybody knows about mackerel's story about people man comfortable it's not comfortable mm-hmm. um it, it was that experience for me that really shook me I felt betrayed all trust mm-hmm. was broken I felt unworthy because how could you say you love me and then you end up lying to me for all this time mm-hmm. and it's not like he showed any signs to say oh you know he's a man you know because he was always there wow and um it shook me to the point that everything just fell for me I was a confident girl um I started questioning that um, you know, my self-worth got challenged and it shook me and then I lost it for a minute. And I was like searching on YouTube but one day, my work suffered. Um, I was mm. crying. I, I just felt lost. I felt broken. Um, everything that I knew about myself was just destroyed. And I was searching on YouTube one day and I came across The Secret Mm-hmm. Um, documentary which was just so powerful to me listening to it um you know watching these people transform their lives and using the law of attraction to do that and I was like oh if I can't think it then I know I can get mm-hmm. it I can win it into my life and I'm like yo let's tell you you have gone through this before you have really picked yourself up after a challenge over and over and over again don't let this man break his spirit And, um, you know, ever since then, I just started to really will myself back into existence. I was just Mm -hmm. going through the motion of life and just letting life kick me and box me all over the place. But, you know, um, I got to that point. 2016 was the time when things started. I took three years of self-discovery. And 2016 is where it really started to pay off for me. I started doing vision boarding. Um, I started to will things back into my life. I started to say, you know, this is my intention for my life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that was it. And I was like, yo, vision board really work. After 2017, and I saw that it was working, I was like, yo, this is really happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt my confidence coming back. I felt like the old Latoya, but with a new spirit, I renewed, yes. you know. I was just so excited about life. And I was like, I have to share this with persons. I just mm-hmm. didn't know how to do it yeah. at the time. But now that I have asked God for guidance, you know, I've really gotten into that whole space to, to teach vision board mm-hmm. every single year. I do it um, to teach women and men how to create the life that they envision for themselves after being, um, you know, stuck, broken and, you know, in their own feelings. Yeah, yeah amazing. Yeah. It's interesting that you speak about the fact that it works because uh, interestingly, I have my vision board in front of me at the moment. Uh, <laughs> well, I have two and um, I was not seeing it daily for a while because I was in the U.S. for, for uh, quite a few months. Right. And when I came back to Jamaica, I had to take a look at it. And I realized that a lot of the things that I placed on there, it's 
sort out, have materialized. Right. And I'm much closer to materializing a lot of the things. So I do attest to the fact that they do work because it's Mm -hmm. like, um, once you put it out there, your mind starts finding ways of making the thing happen. It doesn't doesn't always happen overnight. Sometimes it Mm -hmm. takes time. Um, I was chatting on my Facebook page last night and saying to people, look, something that may not be able to happen in a year or five years or even seven years, Mm -hmm. but that thing can happen in 10 years. You know, some things things do take time, but Mm -hmm. you have to put it out there and uh, constantly remind yourself that this is what you want to to manifest. And sometimes a lot of things have to be cleared out. Like for you, that relationship Mm -hmm. needed to end for you. Like that must have been a very difficult decision to make. It wow. was. Mm-hmm. It was. Um, yeah, and and I said to people, you can you can make it after um, a breakup, after you go through your trials and tribulation, because we all have it. Mm-hmm. It's just for us to find the right tools. Because you see, the thing is that success is all about cues, and that it's out there. Every it's out there for you to just grab it, utilize the tools that are there, and just you know create whatever you want to create for your yeah. life. Yeah, awesome. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so I want to get into the entrepreneurial aspect mm-hmm. of what you've been up to. Mm-hmm. Um, talk to us about what that was like, um, making the decision to actually start. I know you started off with your beauty business. What were some of the lessons that you learned while doing that mm-hmm. and how that translated into what you're doing currently? Um, you know, I, the thing is that I have big dreams. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. I have big dreams. And I, and I realized that to, to do what I want to do and create the kind of impact that I want, um, money is, is, is easily to be made. Money needs to be made so that I can do all the things that I want to do. Um, and as such, I decided I wanted another stream of income. So my nine mm-hmm. to five was good, but I wanted to fuel my dreams and I needed another stream of income. Um, surprisingly, I got into the beauty industry because of Festival Queen, because we had to do our makeup mm, <laughs> going on okay. and stuff. And I fell in love with it, just sitting there and just getting all dolled up. And I was saying to myself, you know, I think, you know, I like this. So I think I can, you know, see how I can do this. So I mapped out what, uh, what parts of the beauty industry I would like and makeup came about. Mm. And um, I said, you know, how can I get into this? I did my research. I did all of the scanning of the market to see what was happening out there, who were the movers and shakers, the distributors. And I approached them. One of the things that I learned is that rejection, it doesn't matter which part of the game you are on your success journey, rejection is going to be a part of it. (laughs) Yes! Rejection is going to be a part of it. Now, here's this girl out of nowhere, Moshe addressed Revlon and 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 Maybelline and talking about oh you want to be a distributor you want to sell makeup products and I got a big fat rejection they were like nah go on go on by your business right so mm-hmm. I got some no's I got some rejections um but you know as time progressed all I said you know what I want to do this so I'm just going to move on to the next person so mm-hmm. I met this lady her name is um Carlene and she was distributing at the time City Color. And that was a pretty brand, a new brand in Jamaica. Not many persons knew about City Call at the time. 
And I approached her and I showed her my plan. I showed her everything that I wanted to do. I started out with her. She said, here what? Meet me in half a tree. I met her in half a tree the day. And we had a discussion. She had this IAS bus and I went in there to turn on the AC. We had a discussion in the back of the bus. And she said, you know what? I'm going to take a chance with you. I, I had at the time um, $2,400 in my pocket because I didn't even believe she was going to give me the thing. I'm a type of, you know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, mm-hmm. I had $2,400 in my pocket. And she said, how much money you have? And I told her. And she said, okay, I'm going to give you this amount of lipstick. And she gave me about 24, um, a pack, a case with mm-hmm. 24 um, assorted lipsticks in it. And she said, if you are serious, you'll be able to, you will know what to do with this pack of lipstick. And I was like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Anyway, I went up um, back, back to home and then I said, you know, I'm going to send out some emails to people, send out some WhatsApp and say, yo, I have some lipsticks here. They're the bombs. Of course, I tried it before I even said they're the bombs. Mm-hmm. And then um, that was it. I mean, people start buying and then people, relatives to the lipstick, I said, where you get that from? I ended up from there um, and got customers. And then I started growing. I just started to do my Instagram page. I started posting them up. I mean, just 24 lipstick, just being different. People mm-hmm. posting, um, people telling me that they like it. I posted those reviews and from there it grew. So one of the things that I learned over the the period of time is, again, rejection is one of them. You will face rejection. And two, sometimes people are going to tell you no at the beginning, but it's not for you to stop. It's for you to show them that you're here to stay. And Mm -hmm. that's a lot of the things that we need to know that as young entrepreneurs, we can't expect people to just jump and say, hey, we're taking a chance on you. Or, hey, we're going to give you this product. We're going to do this for you. You have to show them. And throughout those, that period of time, what happened was that um, the same Revlon, same Maybelline uh, reached out to me and said, hey, I realized that you don't have any of our products because... Oh, look know, at that. Hmm. Yeah. And I was like, but y'all forgot that you rejected me. But hey, I'm welcoming it. So now I have Revlon and Maybelline products I'm selling. And that is just a blessing, you know, and it's... I understand it from a business perspective. I don't have a storefront. I'm only operating online. So even if they give me credit, they know I'm going to run off with their money. Mm-hmm. So, so it's just for us to take the nose and to use it as a feedback to say, okay, how can I build a better relationship then with these people? Because they don't trust me yet, but how can I build that trust? And mm-hmm. that's what I learned, to building trust with um, people who can move me forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that story. Wow. Talk <laughs> about bouncing back from rejection. Lord, know, right? <laughs> this entrepreneurial journey, it teaches you so much um, where rejection is concerned and being able to be with it. I truly feel like your success has a lot to do with how much rejection you can take and still keep going. Because mm-hmm. if you keep at it, you, you must get a breakthrough. You'll get a breakthrough. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, you may not know when it will happen, but it, it will definitely. And one of the things I've learned too is that if you commit to doing good work, people will always come back to you. I'm sure that's, yes. that's been one of your experiences. Yeah, you don't know who is watching, Sophia. That's mm-hmm. the thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't give up. Like, the days when you say, like, okay. And this is one of the things that we can't even look at when we're talking about entrepreneurship. Like those likes on social media, don't mm-hmm. look at those likes because mm-hmm. you know what is true that a lot of people 
are looking at your work and they're liking it from a distance, but they don't click the like button. Mm-hmm. And because you are so driven by that like, guess what? You get decide, say, oh, you know, nobody going to like my things. I'm going to stop mm-hmm. doing it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Stop is the moment you have given up your opportunity to work with some amazing people. Exactly. Exactly. Like an experience I had recently, um, there is this client that I, I had years ago. I'm talking like maybe four years ago. Um, I did some work for them um, in preparation for some banking transactions. This is years ago, right? And I just got a call out of the blue. Like I had, it was like one of those one-off things and they weren't interested in doing like coaching or anything like that with me. And then I got a phone call out of the blue and the person was like, hi, do you remember me? You did X, Y, Z for me. And I'm like, yes. The funny thing is they went to my old office because um, they were determined that they only wanted me to do the, the, the thing for them. They yes. went to my old office <laughs> and the receptionist that's there, she, she had my, my current number because I kept in touch again, keeping in touch with people. Yes. Uh, she gave them the workplace mm-hmm. on good note. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> she gave them my number. And then when I met with uh, the client and her husband, she was like, hey, the reason why we went out of our way to find you is because this was our experience. And right. after doing that transaction with you, we were satisfied that you kept our business in the strictest confidence. Mm-hmm. And that's a big deal for us. And I'm like, huh? In my mind, I'm like, really? I never, I never expected ever to hear somebody say something right. like that to me. So yeah, um, leaving the workplace on a good note, doing good work, and just mm-hmm. knowing that good work is going to be respected and recognized. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's so true, Sophia. Yeah. So true. All right, Latoya, as a makeup guru, she's, guys, she's really good at makeup. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> What are some of the, what are some of the, the other beauty rituals that you do to just keep yourself focused, aligned, relaxed, to just take care of yourself? Um, you know, I I would definitely say I like to do massages. I like mm. to get them done. Um, mm. that's one of my my big things. I like a pedicure, I like a manicure, um, because you know it feels good. I work really hard. Um. And I have to be honest, you know, I even went to drink care the other day and the lady was like, Miss, a long time you come to your foot. <laughs> she has scrub. I'm going to say that's true. Because, you know, I work really hard and sometimes, you know, self-care gets pushed, unfortunately, self-care gets pushed aside, which it shouldn't, you know, and I'm taking a more deliberate step to getting massages done regularly. So probably every, mm-hmm. like every month I get a massage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, probably ask the local mister at home to just do a neck massage for me. <laughs> put yeah, him to work. <laughs> put him to work. And I'm like, you know, a foot rub. I used to get these little nice little foot, um, what do you call it again? These little things you can dissolve in the, in the bath. And you mm, just can't put your foot to soak. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. So I used to use those as well. Um, candles is a big part of it. The scent, the aroma. Mm-hmm. It really um, helps to keep me calm. So, you know, these are the simple little things in terms of when it comes to um, health care and self-care. I'm big for it. Nice, nice. So that's how I do mine. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And it's not a superficial thing. <laughs> it's a very necessary thing it um, is. Mm-hmm, for our it well-being is. and um, our mental health. All right. Yeah. 
So, Lato, I want to ask you, uh, what is there a favorite book that you have or a book that has made an indelible mark in your journey so far that you'd want to share with our listeners? Oh, my gosh. Sophia, what do I say in terms of that? There are so many books right now. Um, the Success Principles by Jack Canfield. Oh, that oh nice. Okay. Yeah, man. That one is a, a, a beauty for me. If anybody can get their hands on that one. Um, that's so great. I'm actually currently reading She's Evolutionary um, by Colleen Chambers. She basically spoke about self-discovery. and It's really a poetic version of a book. And mm-hmm. it's really good. It speaks about transformation, moving from where you once were to now rising and soaring mm-hmm. to be the best best possible thing um you know for yourself so awesome that's what i'm reading right now okay cool i think uh when i reached out to colleen um about yes. being, being on the podcast so we are working out a uh, <laughs> time and date for that so i'm excited awesome. to have her on her energy yeah, is amazing right it is she is a powerhouse i love this lady i don't know her per se um but what she you know, projects on social media is just something so powerful. And mm-hmm. that is why I had to like support her, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when it comes to her book, um, book launch. But mm-hmm. yeah, she's amazing. My final question to you, well, not final. Okay. Two <laughs> questions, two more questions. Yes. <laughs> what exciting things do you have in store for 2020? Oh my gosh. Um, there, oof, right now, um, I'm actually working on a skincare line. Mm, um, okay. I'm yes, I'm excited about that. Um, you know, I've been really trying to give, to give it my undivided attention. Um, so 2020, that's what I have planned for my beauty um, business. Also for my coaching business, I have a Dream Chasers weekend retreat coming up as well. Um, so that, uh, that will be my focus and, you know, to, to, to love a little bit harder with the mister and um, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, those are my focus for 2020 really. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. We need more love. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited to see the unveiling of those things and thank you for yes. sharing that. I know that's like a sneak peek type of thing. Yes. I I'm excited to share. So I'll definitely be sharing like the links. Um, so send me the relevant links. Um, and so I can also share those in the show notes. All right. So the final question, Latoya, is what yes. keeps you driven? <laughs> oh, wow. Um, everybody that is linked to my journey. Mm. that I don't know yet Mm, okay you know I think that you know I wake up every morning with this desire to impact and to add value it runs through me like wildfire I've never felt it before and I always ask I had this thing I asked God like God show me what I need to do and he showed it to me that you need to impact lives especially Mm -hmm. women and I think that's what really drives me knowing that um, the persons who I'm trying to impact, they're linked to my success and my journey. Mm-hmm. And of course, my unborn kids, you know, who knows? Um, I have to create a legacy and, and that's what I'm up for. So that's what drives me every single day. I can't give up. Mm, awesome, awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much, Latoya, for joining me on the show. I'm excited. Like, some of the stories, <laughs> you're welcome. Some of the stories you shared, I did not, well, I never expected. <laughs> 
I know. <laughs> I'm like, that what? Is- this is yeah. juicy. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so who knows? Many successes to you um, for you. 2020 and beyond. And I'm excited about sharing this conversation with my listeners. All right. So enjoy the rest of your day. Yeah. And Thank you. You're welcome. And keep shining. Okay. Thank you, darling. All the best. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Driven Woman podcast. Let's keep the conversation going over Patreon by going to patreon.com forward slash Driven Woman podcast. If you loved this episode, and I know you did, please leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. This allows more people to get access to the show and the quality conversations that we have over here, right? Can you do that? I'm counting on you. And until next time, stay driven, 